Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast on the Sport series. I'm Xiao Qian. Talking about the global implications of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, we can see that it is accelerating deglobalization, undermining global supply chain, and exacerbating geopolitical conflicts far beyond Europe. How will the conflict influence the security situation in Asia Pacific? Would it further undermine the relations between U.S. and China, the two major players in the Asia Pacific? Professor Yan Xuetong, Dean of the Institute of International Relations, Tsinghua University, shared his opinions at the CISS International Forum, themed "The Changing Asia Pacific: United or Divided?" in March 2022. Please stay tuned. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to deliver my opinion about the security situation in Asia Pacific. Well, I just want to make、uh, three points. First, I think the war in Ukraine definitely will escalate the trend of deglobalization. Deglobalization did not start from the war, but the war definitely will escalate this trend. Sanctions and decoupling of the Russia obviously will strongly undermine the current、uh, global supply chain. Countries in Asian Pacific will have more difficulties to continue their hedging strategy, and、uh, some countries are forced to take sides between China or the U.S. So, what does it mean? It means that the deglobalization will escalate in Asia Pacific, and meanwhile, China-U.S. bipolar configuration is forming up in this region. And、uh, the competition between China and the U.S. will getting worse rather than softening. The second point is that since Asia Pacific has already shaped up a bipolar system, and in this system we may have two regions in terms of security. East Asia, generally speaking, is a high immunity of war, and ten、uh, plus three. These thirteen、uh, countries or the countries in East Asia. Have not involved the real war since、uh, 1991. The last war ended in Cambodia. But、uh, then you find that the periphery countries in Asia Pacific have、uh, actively participated in many wars beyond this region. So my understanding, the countries in Asia Pacific do not have a collective role for maintaining world peace. Some countries are very actively involved in the war beyond the Asia Pacific. And some countries are very reluctant or do everything try to shy away from the war beyond this region. What does it mean? It means that the cooperation in this region is very difficult. Although people talking about the regionalization or talking about the globalization, they're just a rhetoric talk. I cannot see this kind of efforts can achieve any substantial results. So very possibly the war in Ukraine. Do not only divide the Europeans and、uh, intensify the conflicts between Russia and the other European countries. Also, the war has the function to intensify the competition between China and the U.S. 
and to intensify the conflicts in Asia Pacific. The last point is that the bipolar structure in Asia Pacific will inevitably shape the global power structure into a bipolar. I don't think the war in Ukraine will change this general trend to shape a multipolar world. The war in Ukraine does not have that powerful influence. If the war in Ukraine even cannot change the current trend of a bipolarization, I think this war is still very local. It's a local war. Just like we have war in the Afghanistan, in Iraq, and Syria, they have a strong local impact in that area, but it has a very limited impact to shape the global power structure. But it do have an impact on the global order. I mean, the global order will dramatically undermined by this war. On the one hand, more and more countries have a large burden on militarization, and arms race will happen. And the second, the ideology of liberalism is declining. So societies are widely divided, and no one tolerates the other's opinion. It's very possibly populism will become the dominating ideology in the world. Thank you. That was Professor Yan Xuetong, an academic committee member of CISS and dean of the Institute of International Relations at Tsinghua University. Thanks for listening.